jive on a bayou street. Blues man strumming that slide guitar. Motown drummer with a Detroit beat making ends meet. Playing in a rock and roll bar. Uptown down. Hey, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk fans, welcome to another episode, a big episode of your Kittitas Valley Sports Talk podcast. I am Eric Sorensen, joined by the still athletic as heck, John Gudat. Uh, on the Zoom call with us today because we both live very busy lives. But, uh, John, it's a big week, man. We got Rivalry Week brought to you by Fitter's Furniture. Uh, lots happening today. I'm freaking out about one subject, but extremely pumped about this subject we're about to talk about right now. Yeah, so I, you know, I, I agree with you. I mean, we're, we're excited about Rivalry Week. We're freaking out about uh, uh, the, the COVID world of, of uh, October 18th, as everybody knows. And we're also excited about Fitter's Furniture. Yeah, so I want to say thanks to Brad and crew for sponsoring us week after week. And and I guess I can say year after year yeah. since we're basically, you know, we're, we've been that consistent now for the last like, couple of years. So, but uh, yeah, rivalry week with Kittitas hosting Cleveland football. And, and uh, you know, that it should be a good one. Absolutely. And, you know, last year the game was supposed to be played up in Cleveland. Uh, spring it'll be hey it's going to be uh who has the best record of 2021 because both games will be played in 2021 yeah. because we played last spring uh Cleom's home game was had a foot of snow on the field so they came down to Kittitas and played in a rainstorm if I remember right uh because I remember Sam yeah, and I being yeah. diva saying we won't call this game unless we're in the booth and uh, thank god because it was pouring rain that night um you know I we really don't know like- well, go ahead, John. It was like the horizontal rain, you know. Yeah. That's just miserable. It, I felt really, really bad and guilty turning up the heat in the press box <laughs> there, uh, but not guilty enough to share that with everybody. Absolutely not. And, you know, I bet there was a lot of people pumped that we were streaming games last year because there was there would have been fans in the stands soaked to head to bone, kind of like how I was at the ocean last week. My toe, I, I'm still kind of wet and soggy from the rain, and that's how people are yeah, probably still know, soggy from last spring. Let's talk about that because the last time I actually talked to you besides a, a quick text or something like that is you were excited to go camping, but you're thinking, man, it's going to be cold. So how cold was it? It really wasn't all that bad. It was the rain that bothered me. We were at Grayland Beach. Uh, we got there in a torrential west side downpour. Uh, the west side folk listening are calling me soft right now. I know it. But it was it was fun. It was good. It really wouldn't get that cold at night. So we were able to get in the camp trailer, turn the heater on, and, and we were golden at that point. It was just that That's rain, crazy. man, yeah, it just gets you to the bone. Well, I hope we don't have that kind of rain or that kind of cold weather uh, in Kittitas on Friday night. But, uh, I mean, regardless, you know the stands at Harding Field are going to be packed because that's only, a, you know, a 30 to 35-minute drive for, for Cleveland fans to come on down. And, and uh, they've made that drive before, and they'll continue to make that drive. But, yeah, you know, and in, in we were looking at, you know, we we do this, and, and uh, you have like, well, we can't do this, but we're fans right now of like comparing who who beat who and by how much, or um, you know, does this running back run well against this defense? It, who knows, right? But uh, it's really fun to kind of predict and and uh, uh, guess like where Cleveland is better than Kittitas and the other way around. And, and uh, I don't know, what are you thinking? Well, yeah, I've been looking at the schedules, and actually, if you We've been doing the sports desk, and I've been looking up schedules the hard way. Yep. And I realized today that each school has their own website, uh, kittitaskyoteathletics.com, or uh, the Cleom one, as I pull it up here, is cerathletics.com. And, you know, looking at their schedules, they're very similar. They both have lost to Goldendale, who's going to win the EWAC West. Uh, that's a pretty yep. that's a given. Um, 
our guest coming on with us in a little bit is athletic director from Kittitas, Ryan Hastings, and he's going to explain the crossover of how this is all going to work. He sent me a text today, but you know what? It's just going to be better word of mouth from him. But there'll be matchups they're going to cross over with the West. So uh, this is going to be – they're both 2-1 and one in the end conference. Um, looks like Cleom's 3-4 and four overall, and the Coyotes are 3-2 and two overall. But this will be for second place in the EWAC West. Unless uh, something catastrophic happens, and I don't know if Goldendale's played – the other teams and everybody it looks like they still got Highland and White Swan. Odds are they're not going to lose to Highland and White Swan. Their Golden Dale's only loss on the year is to a one A Cashmere. So it, it's going to be a battle. They're a decent, I, yes, they're a decent one A team. The the biggest thing I totally interrupted you. The biggest thing that uh, that I didn't really realize. I mean, I knew, but I didn't really realize is Cleon got two more games in than Kittitas. So mm-hmm. obviously Kittitas doesn't have a game during during rodeo weekend since it's so crazy and half the school is at the fairgrounds with yeah. their four H animals. And then our first game against Manson was, was canceled due to COVID, but Cleolum barely got around them. If I remember correctly, I, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to check that. But, uh, um, so yeah, our only like, our only like school is, is, uh, again, Goldendale and, uh, or pardon me and, and white Swan as well. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Goldendale got us pretty, pretty good uh both teams and then if you really want to match it up what cleon beat white swan 30 to 12 but we beat the kid beat them right 54 0 do you say wow that's a that's a good win versus a, a dominating win i don't know i don't right. know yeah because that could i could either be who's second strings deeper than the other or or, or who's who's coming yeah, off the bench yeah, making yeah. the play right or or anything but uh no i think i think it's gonna be a good matchup not to mention that the the excitement the they added, I wouldn't say pressure, but the, the rivalry games, you know, we all are familiar with the, our favorite team's rivals and, and how exciting those games are and, and a week to look forward to. And and we talked about this when the when uh, Cleon came down to the Bees. This is going to be a fun matchup for us. I know baseball season, we were pumped about the Cleon matchup. Basketball, I'm sure they were the same way. And, and it looks like to be a pretty good evenly matched team coming down and take on the Coyotes. And, and you know, Goldendale, or sorry, not Goldendale, Cleon, uh, last year they had some size to them. They were athletic as heck and could make plays. Yeah. And and you know, as far as I'm, and maybe you could speak for Kittitas on that. That it sounds like they got some size. They got some good athletes in their team, and it's it could be just a good old fashioned drag out boxing match. Yeah, you know, and let's. Uh, I was down at the. Let's talk about size here really quick. I was down at the uh, at Highland for Kittitas's game against Highland, and Highland had two just houses on the line. One guy. They list him at 6'6", like 270. And I don't know if he was that big, but he was huge. If he wasn't 6'6", he was 6'5", 250, which is still, that's a big old boy. Yes. And then they had another guy that was like 6'2", or 6'3", of 240. Another that That's another big old farm boy, right? So, <laughs> um, and Kittitas did pretty well. I, I, I mean, I really got to give a shout out to, I, I watched Owen Stickney and, and uh, Tommy Sheely, number 50 and number 51. Those guys were all over the place. Uh, and I don't want to just highlight those two guys, but those are the first two guys that, that come to my mind. I mean, it seems like the quarterback was picking himself off the ground multiple times, and there was like a number 50 or a number 51 <laughs> on him every time. So, um, And then, of course, you know, when the ball was in the air, you, you got to really credit, uh, you know, either Wyatt Colm or Josh Rossback. I mean, those guys are two-way animals. And and uh, and at this league, you have to be a two-way guy. And um, I was just really impressed with, um, what, what's the term of the defense was flying around all over the place. Um, mm. 
And, uh, you know, not to take anything away from the offense, but the defense really set them up. I think I kind of lost count, which is a compliment to to Kittitas. I kind of lost count on how many turnovers they created, but uh, Kittitas often had a short field. And so, but again, you know, Cleolum with their with their size, and, and again, I don't want to take away from the fact that they've had two more games under their belt. And so you kind of just wonder, well, um, you know, do those two games just give them that much more momentum or that much more uh, chemistry that Kittitas is still uh, Kittitas is still creating? I'm not, I'm not sure. Right. Well, you know, they have been known in the past years, Kittitas to come on strong at the end of things and uh, finish the season strong. And, you know, you got to – you'd hope, I mean, by now you, you got to be rolling because setting you up for seeding, and if I'm remembering right, it's the RPI that gets you into the playoffs in the bracket. I mean, you qualify still. But you need to be uh, oh, what's the word I'm thinking of, John? I, you got to you got to win I, now. You got to put yourself in a situation yeah. to succeed and later that's, on. That's the way I that's the way I understand it. So I have the RPI up in front of me right now. So uh, Kittitas is at 19 and Cleelum is at 22. But it also shows how like strong that our division is. So you got Columbia Burbank, which is on the east side of the EWAC. They're ranked third. We haven't played them. But then you got you got Goldendale, which is eight, and Goldendale had their way with both of us and both Kittitas and Cleolum. You got Riverview at tenth, which is also on the east side of uh, of the EWAC. Um, Tri Cities Prep is sixteenth, and and uh, we're going to talk to Hastings about this a little bit in terms of the crossover and stuff like that. It's just this is such a just a, a, a stacked league, and mm-hmm. uh, and then you know. Our league, uh, or or the the teams from the two B that aren't in the EWAC league, but are very much a factor. You know, Lynn Ritzville is number two in the RPA. Okanagan is number four. Uh, Davenport is number seven. I mean, too many Christmas. I mean, these they, this is a this is kind of a, what do they call it a murderer's row of like no day off kind of or no week off kind of kind of mentality. So right. uh, yeah, I mean, win just win, baby. That's what Al Davis said. That's right. I am kind of curious about this RPI ranking system because I'm looking on here and they got Kittitas at 19th and Warden at 21st. Okay. Warden beat Kittitas earlier in the season. Warden's only right. losses are to, as I'm pulling it back up, College Place, 1A. Then they have lost to Mapton in conference and Columbia Burbank. How does that, isn't that, I don't get how that works. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I mean, and I think they tweak it every year and it's the same, it's the same issue that we're going to have when the D2 regional rankings come out. I believe it's next week and the you, me and Sam will be arguing over that because the, the, mm-hmm. they tweak the, 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 the equation or the math behind it every single year. And so it's a mix of like your winning percentage, your opponent's winning percentage, your opponent's opponent's winning percentage. So, I mean, how do you figure that out? It changes every year changes every week so right um and you know that warden game for kittitas was first game of the season for them and i thought kittitas played really well i mean uh, a little bit sloppy in terms of some some holding penalties and some unsportsmanlike penalties but we were in the game till the very end and you know warden uh, you know got the got the victory on that one right um quickly we'll look over ellensburg's at 17th and their uh, rpi rankings for two two a football 
And they came off a big win, it looked like, on Saturday. Can't, I didn't ever get who they scheduled for that one. Let's see. They beat uh, Rochester. Rochester. So they beat Rochester really good, 41-0. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the other the other score I'm looking at, of course, is that 26-20 to ah, yeah. double overtime loss to Prosser. And I think Prosser is is fourth uh, in the RPA. I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But just uh, another – that CWAC is just so – so stacked and and uh, I can't remember where Rochester is is ranked, but uh, they're they're below Ellensburg and Ellensburg just had a just a complete game over them last weekend. You're right. Brosser's at fifth right now, and the updated what I've seen, and then <clears throat> I keep scrolling down and trying to find Rochester. They're 33rd now after losing. 33rd, and that was a I believe that was the game that was like scheduled on Tuesday after a couple of right COVID cancellations. I think it was right. Yeah. I think it's a big time to have a good network in this in the world we're living in at the moment. It's kind of funny. Archbishop Murphy's down to 24th right now, a team that people used to be canceling against. And then the Ellensburg Bulldogs, yeah. uh, they got the head to Othello. I mean, it's, it, you got the rivalry with Prosser, right, and the big ones. But I always feel like the Othello matchup for Ellensburg has been a good one. And it's something that they're close enough. You know, we've always played each other and growing up in, in Babe Ruth baseball and, and our crossover and all our AU games at the, the communities. And so – I feel like that'll be a fun matchup if you get to, uh, to Othello um, this Friday night to go check those guys out because that'll be a good matchup. Uh, going to be one that's going to be a must win because Ellensburg's 17, Othello's 19th, and to keep those guys kind of in the same situation, Cleom and uh, Kittitas are in playing for that second place in the division. It's one of those things where we can kind of figure it out and look at like schools and everything like that, but really you just you just don't really know. Right. You just don't know. Absolutely. Well, I'm pumped. I know that if you're not uh, actually pumped, hold the brakes. I just clicked on the 1A's RPI, and this has nothing to do with anything in our valley. Royal High School is at number five on the RPI. Yeah, I that don't get it. Blows my I mind. Don't get it. They okay, 41 nothing, 51 3, 62 nothing, 73 nothing, 70 to 12, 50 to. Their starting offense hasn't played a full half. <laughs> it's been the third string by that point. Yeah, I know, I know, and. They just beat Zilla forty-two to zero, and Zilla is in the top ten in the RPI yeah. as well. So, wow. um, man, I don't, I don't get it. Me either. It. If you can figure it out, let me know. But uh, well, I Zilla's did. only losses are to Prosser and Royal, so that just goes to show you how good they are. <laughs> and then Royal is fourth. I don't get it. Yeah, uh, I think so, it's or fifth for me. Right. And then Royals got the Connell to end the season. That's usually a good game. But I think the, in the words of John Goodat, just win, baby. That's how you get number one in the RPI. Yeah. <clears throat> sure. Yeah. My words. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Nope. No, I'm pumped. Uh, it's going to be a good night. Get out to Kittitas on Friday, seven o'clock start. Get there early. I'm sure the crowd will be just huge because that's uh, such a big rivalry. And uh, get on Facebook. Uh, it should be huge. It should be, it huge. Should be huge. Absolutely. Uh, I know. It's going to be a good week. So. Other than that, John, I know we're going to talk with Sammy about Central towards the end of the week, but we got Western Oregon coming up on Saturday. It's just going to be a good weekend of sports. I believe that's the that's the uh, homecoming uh, yes. homecoming for Central, and and you know I kind of went through some withdrawals without uh, without a game last week for Central, so uh, mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping there'd be a a last minute addition just to get another D two team in there, but maybe that was good. Maybe the blessing yeah. in disguise is get guys healed up and. Maybe give them a couple of days off to practice or, or the usual stuff, and guys can just rest and relax and maybe go home for a weekend or just play some Fortnite for a few days. I don't know. So. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> well, do we do we want to go? Forward to that game. Oh, it's going to be awesome. I am excited to be there. We got our alumni weekend for Central Baseball. Should be happening Saturday. I don't know if I'll play, but I'll definitely come watch the football game afterwards and see these Wildcats uh, kicking butt. I'm excited for that. Yeah, when's the last time have you always played, or or is this uh, is this as you've gone into the the twilight of your career, shall we say? Uh, um, are you, are you no longer actually in the batter's box and mostly just in the dugout there? No, I think uh, I'll be in the batter's box one time, and that's it. <laughs> I think I've gotten old enough. Uh, when I first started playing in this, we first started doing it again. I played almost every inning, as I, as the young guys should, and now it's there is their turn to be young and play a lot and let the old guys have their at bat, go in the back and drink a soda pop and, and BS the rest of the time and try to save my back. I'm exactly. kind of concerned. I've been started stretching yesterday and we're recording this on a Monday. The game's on Saturday. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of concerned about how I'm going to be feeling on Sunday. <laughs> That's Yeah. Uh, but you know, there, there will be hydration there to yes hydration and ice there to, to help you uh, overcome whatever injuries you have. Absolutely. Well, uh, I'm hoping uh, we got for a good weekend. I hope we leave today with still having a football coach in WSU. I don't know if we want to go there or not, but it's been a pretty fired up week. And that was kind of when we started. That was the part that was bothering me of the, the mandate and him probably losing his job. I'm assuming uh, it's, we're three o'clock. There's a players meeting with the AD this afternoon. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the Cougs because they're kind of rolling at the moment. And when they go beat Stanford um, and things are good in Pullman at the moment and it's just too bad that, uh, that the things are going to, you know, yes. I, I, I will tell you that I think that, uh, I think that, um, well, you know, I'm trying to be diplomatic and stuff like that. I'll just go on record and say all this drama is just so stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like the, I don't know. I don't know. There's more to life than sports. There's more to life than, than many than, than college athletics, but it is a big part of the, either alumni experience or, or student experience. And, and uh, for this just to be up in the air, that's just, it's just really, really frustrating. Yep. Uh, it's really wondering what's going to happen. Maybe, maybe we're worrying for nothing. I'm hope I told a friend last night, I hope maybe he's already got this shot and he's just screwing with Theo, or Theo Lawson. That'd be great. Cause I don't know, but uh, it's disappointing that this is being mandated down. I'm a, I'm of the opinion it's, it's your own choice. And yep. Uh, yep. I mean, I, it's too bad. And, uh, do I believe in the shot and everything going on? Yeah. You know, I'm sure there's, there's science around that works and everything, but I just feel like it's, it's not. And, and as I understand, there's only like five States. Uh, I guess maybe I should delete that part. Cause I go on record with that, but there's not a lot of States mandating this from what I understand. And that's what's too bad. And, and uh, you know, I wonder if Nick Rolovich is worried about, or as uh, regretting leaving Hawaii. Right. Right. I get it. I get it. He actually he'll get paid out his full contract, so he probably won't be too upset with the millions of dollars in his bank account. Well, so, so I heard that he might not get paid. Oh, really? Well, that changes things. I mean, because he's getting paid bank. I think he's the highest paid state employee in the, right. in the entire state of Washington. Right. More than Lake over there in Dogtown and yeah. Dubtown, but uh, um, who's also not having the greatest no. season either. So no. I got a text uh, from my Husky friend today saying, "If you need a coach, we can send one over." And I said, "We're okay." <laughs> We don't want the pond. We're good. And keep your quarterback too while you're yeah. at it. <laughs> but I also heard, you know, I also saw a tweet talking about how, like, okay, if Rolo's gone and then Orger on there and LSU is on his way out too, I mean, 
Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that kind of a personality in Pullman? You go from Leech to Rolo to, uh, is it Orgeron? Is that how yeah, I'm co- pronouncing it there? I have no idea. And, uh, That's why I call him Coach O. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. um, well, geez. Yeah. Well, if you know the, if you see my flag flying at half staff today, my Cougar flag, you'll know that he was let go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, well, uh, let's uh, take a quick break from Fitters Furniture. We'll have Mr. Hastings, athletic director at KDS High School, come on, talk us through uh, what this rivalry game Friday night in KDS against Cleland means and uh, kind of set up some potential playoff pictures and, and crossovers and what everything's going to be to uh, see if any of these teams can make it to the, the playoffs come, uh, come here in November. Sounds good to me. All right, we'll be right back after the message from Fitters Furniture. Your new sofa doesn't need to look like everybody else's new sofa. Let the professionals at Fitterer's Furniture in Ellensburg help you design your own Bassett Custom Upholstered Furniture. Your sofa, your way. Exactly what you had in mind. Take the short drive to visit Fitterer's and find the furniture you've been looking for, along with great service and free delivery. Why wait? Fitterer's Furniture. Quality furniture since 1896. Fitterer's. Fitterer's. All right, Valley Sports Talk fans, we're back with our guest for the week. We're super pumped to have him on. Finally, we got the AD of Kittitas High School, Ryan Hastings, jumping on the podcast. Ryan, thanks for coming on with us. Hey, you bet. I'm excited to be here. Oh, we're pumped to have you on, man. We got big week. We've been really pumping it up on our social media on our on the earlier recording of this episode. Um, county rivalry week. We got a big one. That's pumped about Cleom coming down to the Tubies. Not only is that that we get to host it here in Kittitas, just talk about the excitement around this game happening this week. Oh, yeah. It's it's our senior games, so there's a little uh, added, you know, chip on the shoulder for our seniors playing one last game at home. But Cleolum is always uh, a fun crosstown rival matchup, you know, no matter what season it is because we match up so well and, and play, you know, we play so hard against them and vice versa. They play so hard against us, so it, it should be a fun one. I'm uh, – I think the fans are excited. It's going to be a good showing on Friday night. Absolutely. And you're no stranger to playing in a big game where you come from, right, on a Friday nights. Right. Uh, this one has a lot of implica- uh, implications of it. Uh, Cleom, Kittitas, both 2-1. and one. And then you pointed out to me, Granger sitting at 2-1 and one in the league. And and it's going to be a lot. Uh, Kittitas' destiny is in front of them. If they went out, they'll be finished number two because they got Granger and Kittitas – or, sorry, Granger and Cleom in front of them. But – you know, talk right. about that. I mean, it's it's more it's a rivalry game. It's the game that they'll be talking about come fair time when they see each other passing and giving a little what's up looks, right? And yep. but it, there's implications of this thing because it, you got to get yourself a good seed in the playoffs and and just talk about that a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, kids ask right now. We control our own destiny. Um, we don't have to wait to see you know who plays who, but we're we're in the driver's seat as far as you know, playing Clee Ellen this week and then Granger next week. And if we win both of those games, we lock in the two seed in our, in our division and Goldendale, obviously at number one. Um, but if with, uh, you know, playing Clee Ellen and Granger, if, if both of those teams, you know, beat us or whatever, it makes the, the water a little more murky as far as playoff seating and uh, who plays who. And um, so it's, it's going to be a, a really pivotal two weeks for us for Kittitas Athletics. Absolutely. And it's kind of nice that we are going to have playoffs this year. Um, 
something that we're glad we got to play last year, but we missed, right? We didn't have that the state championships going on or the playoff scenarios or watching everything week to week. And, you know, with this new matchup and the new league we're in, I believe there's got to be a crossover game. And how many teams from each side will get into a crossover? And then is it a, a two-game crossover or one game? And will there be – I mean, obviously there's playoff impl- implications on this because of the RPI – sorry, the RPI ratings from what I understand. So the teams that are fighting it out for the last two weeks of the season – how are they getting in the state playoffs? Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, one seeds are going to host three seeds in each division. So right now it's looking like Columbia Burbank out of the east is going to host a game against our uh, west division three seed. And then Goldendale from our division is the one seed and they're going to host the east's uh, three seed. And so the two seeds, I believe, uh, west hosted last year. So East will host this year as far as the two seeds go. And then Constellation um, playing that 10th week, you know, even though teams aren't making the playoffs, uh, they're still able to play. And the East division would host those games this year as well. Um, As far as playoff implications and and matchups, if things get a little crazy, uh, there was talk of the Texas tiebreaker. If teams haven't played each other, you know, we have those crossover non-league games earlier in the season. So with uh, that would come down to based on head-to-head matchups for the three seed. Um, And uh, with, you know, the way things are shaking out, there there was talk of the Texas tiebreaker if teams haven't played. And uh, that would be on the following Monday after – uh, the 10th week just to make sure that we have the seating right going into playoffs. Cause there was also talk, you know, what happens if a team gets COVID and all of a sudden they have to drop out uh, who's, we have to find an alternate team to fill that vacancy for the first week. But then, you know, the ADs were saying, well, what happens if it happens in the quarterfinals, semifinals, you know, what's, what's the talk around that. And the WIAA, I guess uh, had said, those, those are just vacancies at that point when we get that deep into the playoffs. You know, we're not going to have a team fill into those spots. It's just going to be a bye heading into whatever. So hopefully nobody gets COVID that championship week. Otherwise, that's going to be a, a really, you know, fizzle way to end the season. Yeah, let's just hope and pray that doesn't happen from here on out. Right. Absolutely. Right. Well, I don't know if you can make predictions or not, but if you got a score in mind for what's going to happen on Friday night, you know, I know we're. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh-huh. I'm, I'm a little biased, but I think it's going to be a dog fight. I'm, I'm going to say Kittitas 34 and Cleelum 28. Ooh, I like it. I like a, maybe a last second drive to win this game. Fans yep. going nuts. Hopefully good weather. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, over under on home runs are going to hit an alumni game on Saturday. Yeah, we'll give you two. (laughs) Give me over under two. Yeah, (laughs) I'm gonna stay under, but just barely. All right, I bet I punch one out on Saturday. I think you will. You got a streak to keep up. So (laughs) awesome, Mr. Hastings. We really appreciate you taking the time to come on and talk to us on a big week like this, and and appreciate you taking time for us. Yeah, you bet, Eric. Thank you. You betcha. We'll be right back to wrap this thing up. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.
All right, we're back after that great interview with Ryan Hastings, Athletic Director of Kittitas High School. Thank you, Hastings, for coming on the podcast and taking a couple minutes out of your day to, uh, to join us and talk about the game happening Friday night. I know that we can all say that we're pretty excited about this, especially when we've said it many times when Cleelum came back to the 2Bs or came to the 2Bs. Uh, this was going to be an opportunity to have a fun Friday night, you know, whether it's up there in the trees or down here at Kittitas, and uh, it's going to be a good time. I, I know that it's great that these both these teams – you know, there's a rivalry aspect to this game. It's going to be a fun thing in general. But both teams are playing for their playoff lives right now. And uh, if the number two seed, you know, we say Golden Dale's got the one locked up. But, uh, you know, the higher seed you can finish in the league sets you up better as the playoffs get along. And, and with the RPI system, a win here for either team sets them up even better to get going. And, and you know, Kittitas has the, the two teams in front of them that they need to beat to get that two seed. Uh, Cleom's already knocked off Granger, it sounds like. So, you know, it's going to be a big game for both of them. And that's a fun element to add to an already exciting game. But you're adding this, the playoff implications to this thing, and uh, it's just a whole nother level. And, and I'm really excited for it. I hope it's a good game coming down to the end, a little barn burner. Someone scores a touchdown at the end. A little excitement. You Cleon fans, we're pumped to see you down here. Kittitas fans, we're pumped to see you out here. Be loud, cheer for your teams, and let's make this a really fun night here in the Kittitas Valley. And if you're an Ellensburg per- fan – and you're heading over to Othello, cheer loud for us. Keep us up to date on the scores happening. I know that's always a fun game uh, when you play the Othello Huskies, and it's going to be a fun matchup. Fun Friday night for everybody here in the Valley. So just really excited about this. Thank you to everybody that's listening. Uh, as the end of that interview there, uh, Hastings played baseball at Central about the same time I did in, in our alumni games this weekend. He has a tendency to hit home runs. As a pitcher in college, he's hitting home runs in the alumni games, so – that's why we had to throw that little question in there for him. So thank you again to Coach Hastings coming on. Thank you to our loyal listeners that are listening to us every week or whenever we get episodes out. Uh, we truly appreciate you guys. You know, we're trying to grow this thing to really show off the sports in our Valley, the young talent. You know, we're going to start bringing you more interviews. Hopefully we get some student athletes on the mic. And if it wasn't for you listeners, we, we, there's no reason to keep doing this. So hopefully – you guys can share the word for us. Get on, like all our social media pages. Just go to either we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just search Kittitas Valley Sports Talk, and it'll show up. And follow us, like us. If you're wondering what's going on sports in the, on a Friday night, and we're there, we're going to be posting about it, keeping scores up to date. And so that's a great spot. You know, we like to pride ourselves in giving a little bit more sports uh, under the cover look at everything that's happened in this valley. A lot of good things have happened. A lot of great things are happening, and a lot of good things are about to happen. So please share. If you think someone might like our podcast, please share it with them. Send a link. Tell them what's going on. We've had a lot of cool interviews lately. We're hoping to have one, uh, another one this week released about Central Wildcat football coming up, the home game against Western Oregon. And just we really appreciate you loyal listeners and just help us spread the word a little bit. Even rating and reviewing us on, uh, on Apple iTunes or Apple podcast, that'll help show our name show up a little more often when people start searching sports stuff. So truly appreciate that. Big thank you to Fitterers Furniture, sponsor very from the very beginning of the sports episode. If it wasn't for those guys, I don't know if we'd still be going or not. So thank you to Fitterers Furniture. If you're in the market for some furniture, go check them out on the corner of 4th and Main. Great stuff and a great local company that supports local athletics. So go give them some support. All right. Like I said, I'm excited for Friday night. Can't wait to see you guys out there. Cheer loud for your teams and uh, help the kids have the time of their life playing in this one. And can't wait to see what happens. Until next time, take care. Last one.
world so big, this town so small. If you circle the square, you've seen it all. There's no quick fix for a broken heart when everybody knows who you are. The Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast is part of the Big Country Media Podcast Network. Please check out all episodes anywhere you can get your podcast. And for you iTunes listeners, please rate and review our podcast. Check us out and follow for all your local sports updates on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Kittitas Valley Sports Talk. The official music of Kittitas Valley Sports Talk is brought to you by Austin Jenks. Please go check him out and all of his great music anywhere you can stream music. Oh.